I need a refill. <laughs>Welcome back to another installment of Marble Monday from Refill and Chill. I'm your host, Dylan Fields. We've got a lot to catch up on. It's been quite a while since we've done an episode. But first things first, welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. I hope I can trademark that. Um, It has not been coined yet. But just so we're all aware, ever since Loki, ever since WandaVision, ever since technically Far From Home, we have now entered the multiverse. There are no longer one... Uh, variants of our beloved characters in the universe. We have hundreds of thousands of millions of infinite variants of all of our characters now. Um, <clears throat> really excited to dive into Loki. I've waited long enough to talk about it. I really wanted to make sure that everybody got to watch it before I would start doing any spoilers. Um, and Black Widow, I finally saw that. And I saw it like night one, but... I wanted to also wait to make sure if I got a chance to see that before I do a review. We've got some other things to talk about, like Morbius and Venom, and where the hell is Spider-Man? We've got um, everything in Under the Sun about the new Spider-Man movie, except the trailer. So where's the trailer? But we'll dive into that later. So let's catch up. Abomination is back. We have seen a trailer for Shang-Chi that's coming out September 3rd, and we have seen Abomination. Don't know how he is back from the original Incredible Hulk, but guess what? He's there, and he's fighting Wong from Doctor Strange in a cage match. Don't know how that's going to play out, but I'm excited to see what happens because, hey, I was, I'll was i be the first to tell you guys, I really didn't like the first Incredible Hulk, but I really liked that character, Abomination, so bring him back. Let's go. Let's run the tapes. Um, let's get this moving. Let's run it back. So... Anyways, Morbius, news about that movie that just seemed to have fallen off the face of the earth since COVID. Um, we have heard that there will be a possible cameo or, you know, just side character um, of Tom Hardy as Venom. So we're going to get to see Vulture, Michael Keaton, and Venom. So are we going to get to see Spider-Man? Like, why is this taking so long? Is it because of the multiverse? Are we waiting until no way home comes out and we get to express just how open the universe is now the spider-verse technically um venom the second trailer has come out and that is going to be approaching real quick actually um my theory is that we will see a trailer for spider-man when we get to see venom I think that Sony is doing this. They're going to wait as long as they can. They know it's the highly, most highly anticipated movie probably since Endgame, if not Far From Home. Yeah, I'd say Far From Home. Um, that they can do whatever they want. They know that they've got us by the balls. Um, Sony is just going to wait it out until the Venom movie, and we're going to see a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home then. Um, but, hey, we've talked about leaks. I, you know, We don't know what the real plot line is yet, but... What's great is we've seen some toys and merchandise and Funko Pops and even some leaked posters and they all feature Doctor Strange. So we know he is involved heavily, heavily. Um, As I mentioned before, Doc Ock is supposed to return. We're supposed to get Electro. I'm praying that we get both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire back. It would be great to see my Spidey. Kristen Dunst was supposed to be in it apparently from another leak that I read. Um, but hey, where's Spider-Man? We need this. 
I cannot wait to see this uh, trailer. It's so funny because we'll probably get like a 20, 30 second snippet. And it might not even, it might just be a teaser. I just need to know what's happening, you know? So, um, other news. Welcome to the multiverse, as I mentioned. We have now entered the what if era of phase four. And I am releasing this episode today. I know it's not Monday, but I'm doing it today because we are finally um, getting what if the first animated show of um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The director of the show What If has said that um, we are basically walking into numerous of scenarios that could happen in the universe and that the possibilities are infinite for whether or not these are their own universes of the multiverse. So um, as we lead into the first episode with Peggy Carter being the first super soldier, the first Avenger, instead of cap or our good friend steven rogers um you have to question these episodes on which of these could possibly lead into a real plot line on the cinematic screen how many of these episodes are going to be popular enough like killmonger saving tony stark or peggy carter being the first avenger or zombies taking over the avengers i don't know um how many of these plot lines are going to be favored to become a plot in a real live action movie one day so that's going to be fun to watch out for this season as we um dip into this creative pool of what if what could happen um i'm excited for next week once we uh finally get an episode or two i'm going to do a review and we're going to come up with our own instead of um three big gulps they're going to be the three big what ifs so from here on out until the end of the season we're going to do three big what ifs just to kind of spark creativity. Um, today will be three big gulps, but starting next week will be three what ifs. All right. The time has come. It is time to review Loki, the Prince of Asgard, the God of Mischief. I cannot describe how much I love this show. Um, the following week after next, we're going to do my re-ranking of my MCU projects. I have already come up with that list. I'm excited for you guys to see where everything ranks out as of today, which is uh, August 11th. <clears throat> I can tell you right now, Loki is very high. I absolutely loved this show. Of the three, WandaVision was incredible. Falcon was great. But of my expectations for what was to come in Phase 4, Loki blew it out of the water. I was so excited to see Jonathan Majors appear as Kang, or he who remains, but they were never officially saying that Kang was his name until if you watch the assembled, the direct, you know, the um, the direct show that came right after the season ended, and it was the documentary of the making of Loki. Tom Hiddleston himself said that he is Kang the Conqueror. Um, just incredible. Uh, some of the acting was really great, and some of the acting was really bad. Jonathan Majors blew it out of the water with his one episode as Kang the Conqueror. Tom Hiddleston has always did a great job. Um, there was definitely some back backlash on his character development because he was very Ragnarok um, Loki, and people said, you know, well, this is very different because he is fresh off of the you know 2012 attack on New York Loki. So how can he already be so like funny? Like it's just not him. But 
as the writers and directors will tell you, <clears throat> he had to face a totally different arc than that Loki faced and his life progressed a little differently. So, I mean, it makes sense at the end of the day, Loki is Loki and I really enjoyed this show. Mobius and Mobius, our good friend, Owen Wilson. Wow. He did a fantastic job with his debut in the MCU, MCMV is what I'm calling it. The MCMV, it just has a ring to it. Um, <clears throat> didn't know how he was going to do in this series of a role, just from his past movies I've watched, like Wedding Crashers and Cars. And even, you know, um, oh gosh, what was that? Marley and me. Okay, Marley and me, yeah. I mean, that was a serious role, but I've just always seen him as the funny guy. And the, wow, you know, he's just got his token little catchphrases. But Mobius was a great character for him to play. He was perfect for the part. And him and Tom Hiddleston have great chemistry. Um, I, you know, I love Sylvie. I thought the character of Lady Loki, Sylvie, was great to add into the show. But there were definitely times where it didn't feel like Tom Hiddleston was really the main character in it. I know this was more about the expanding universe rather than Loki and his journey. But season two is going to be great. I cannot wait. Um, I'm not going to get too much into it yet, only because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who still hasn't watched it. If you haven't watched it, you're missing out. Loki was incredible. Um, I really love the whole idea of the TVA and Miss Minutes, the mystery of Miss Minutes. I think the music itself was absolutely like untouchable with just how great the quality was. I think that this score was better than any project that the MCU has ever done. Um, it was just, it was original, you know, it just didn't feel like anything else we've ever seen. And I just love the creativity of the show. It felt like you were watching something out of a comic book with all the random features of like the Thanos copter and the Thor frog and um, President Loki and Kid Loki and classic Loki, boastful Loki. I mean, everything was just perfect. Incredible show. I could not believe what I ended up watching. I can't wait for season two. Um, you guys, this this is exactly what I wanted. So when you hear my re-ranking, you're, you're going to laugh, but it was it's worth it. Um, but hey, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about my Black Widow review. Do you guys remember that song by Iggy Azalea, Black Widow? I was really hoping at one point in the movie we'd hear, Black Widow, baby! But it was like 10 years way too late. <laughs> um, Black Widow was amazing. I was so excited, highly anticipated. It was well worth the wait. Um, I wish, I really wish it would have came out years ago. Um, that's, I mean, that's just where it fit in the timeline. Definitely right after Civil War before Infinity War. It would have been great to have seen it when it was, you know, in play. But definitely worth the wait. Great film overall. I really like the intro title credits with the uh, cover of Teen Spirit by Nirvana. It was insane. It definitely set the mood for the entire movie. Um, just, I mean, this movie in itself was great. Um, Taskmaster really, I was just listening to my episode a couple episodes ago where I was talking about Black Widow and like my thoughts on what it could be like. And I kept saying he for Taskmaster and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Taskmaster is a girl, um, the daughter of the leader of the Black Widows. It was actually just, everybody was giving it so much hell on, you know, this isn't what the character is supposed to be. And unfortunately, Taskmaster wasn't the main villain of this movie. Um, I think that's where people get lost. 
I think that the movie itself was really nice. I loved the idea of the Red Guardian and um, just the Black Widows itself. It was great to see just how far that they've come, um, you know, how far they've spread across the United States and the world and just what, um, you know, the, the relationship between Natasha and her family, her made up family with like Yelena. And as I said, the Red Guardian, um, it was, it was really sad at times with Yelena. Her acting was imp- like impeccable. I thought that Yelena was perfect. Like the girl who played her, um, Pardon me. Let me look that up real quick. I just want to make sure I get that right. Florence Pugh, she did outstanding. I know that the director said that you know she was the only person she had in mind at first for who was going to play Yelena. Um, I remember talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and how we had said there was going to be some uh, like deleted cameos, and how Yelena was supposed to be one of them. Well, it makes sense now because at the uh, end of the movie, you've got that end credit scene where she meets up with Val. I think that was supposed to be an end credit scene of Falcon and Winter Soldier before they threw that scene in with Val and Johnny or John Walker. So it makes all sense now um, as Yelena joins what I think is going to be the Thunderbolts. We'll see. But uh, Black Widow, great film, great intense action. There was action throughout the entire movie. Shout out Ohio starting off the movie in Ohio. Just like also Loki, how they went to – um ohio as well like it's like what's with ohio right now in the mcu or mcmv as i'm calling it um you guys if you haven't seen black widow you must it's definitely not just like a filler movie i think that this was necessary natasha deserved it but what i do hate to see is the tension between scarlett johansson and disney with the release of the movie and her contract and how she didn't get the bonus she was supposed to because of the box office. I definitely fear that this is going to create some bad tension with just the future of her character, even though she's not going to be in any film anymore. Disney has already stated they've cut ties with Scarlett Johansson completely. That stinks. You hate to see that. I mean, she had such a big role in the MCU before this film, but it is what it is. So, we're going to move on to the three big gulps. I've got a couple good ones. So what would my Loki variant be? You know, I think of my life and what I would portray as a Loki. And unfortunately, I think mine would just be a good Loki, a nice Loki, a nice guy. Um, a guy who would golf or a guy who's a salesman. I don't know. Um, I guess I don't really see myself as a Loki. I'm not the villain or I'm not the anti-villain. I think I'm more of just, I'm more of a Mobius in this case. Um, but the second big gulp, who is my favorite Loki variant? I think that my favorite Loki variant throughout this entire series that we got to see was just the one that we got. I mean, from start to finish, the 2012 Loki that we got years ago I was never a fan of him. I mean, he was one of my least favorite characters just because of just how much of a snake he was. But the minute that he watched his own life flash before him and he saw himself die, he saw his mother die, he saw his father die, just those moments like that was cinematic gold. Getting to just feel what Loki was feeling in that moment. And the progression of his character arc, even with Mobius and the trust that they gained before each other, and the very last scene of the show as it fades to black 
when he is trying to explain to Mobius that he's coming, he's coming. And Mobius is like, who are you again? What department are you in? And Loki just, he just like feels so, but not betrayed, but like he has nobody. And Loki finally felt like he had a friend in Mobius. So that's, that's, I think he's my favorite. Honorable mentions is definitely alligator or crocodile Loki and croaky. <laughs> um, that was an awesome add into the show. That was all. I think my, his name is Michael Waldron. He's the writer. He was the writer for uh, um, Rick and Morty. He loves adding in those crazy variants like Pickle Rick. So, Croaky or Alligator Croaky. Alligator Loki, Crocodile Loki, whatever you want to call him. He was a great addition to the show. And then I loved Sylvie. I thought Sylvie was a great addition to this show. And I liked her actor actress as well. She was great. Uh, my final big gulp will what if be canon so as i had mentioned the director of the show said that there's infinite possibilities with the multiverse now so i would not be surprised if all of these what if scenarios are technically canon because they could just be another form of the multiverse so stay tuned for next week when we talk about the first or first couple episodes of what if i'm still going to shoot for marvel mondays even though we have what if on wednesdays um, so we'll talk about the first episode at least with Peggy Carter being the first Avenger on Monday. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Marvel Monday. Um, I just wanted to really touch base and welcome you guys all to the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you've heard today, head over to iTunes, leave a review. Um, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever you're listening to on here give us a shout follow us uh don't be afraid to follow me on instagram or twitter at dtf nation but until next time my friends i am out chill out dick what